uh, Amit Lenskart by far, uh, you know, is one of the greatest uh, franchise uh, business successes in recent times with online, offline, uh, doorstep reach, uh, being one of the, you know, founding members of the team. If you can just take us through some highlights, you know, of last 10 years uh, of your journey. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Ashita, for uh, getting me on board of this. And I think uh, I saw some of the earlier videos of where, where you all have been interacting. It is really informative. Uh, so Lenskart, uh, you know, started exactly 10 years back uh, where, uh, where we wanted to build a category which is which, which not everybody would touch and, and where we can do a lot of integration backwards. So over the last 10 years, what we have achieved is a full stack business. And when, when I say full stack business, uh, you know, we do manufacturing, we do uh, like the, the, the complete bit of manufacturing, we do it ourselves in house. We, we own the entire technology piece. We own the supply chain. We, we own the retail, whether it is uh, online, offline, in home. So, so our, our entire stack is completely managed by us. And that is something uh, probably what we have achieved uh, uh, better then focusing on one category, then then focusing on many categories, and and on a prima facie in the in the last ten years, of course it, it happened in phases. You know when we started, uh, we just uh, were buying stuff from market, where we're doing some bit of integration inside the spectacles, and we were giving it to consumers. But but all of these, what we are saying, was a backward integration from what customer wanted. You know when a customer wanted a product like this. So they did not care about, uh, you know, that who should they get the warranty for the frame, for the lens, you know, for, for the retailer who was selling him, that is the guy who should serve him. And we were seeing that, you know, when, when, when a retailer was giving a service uh, to the consumer, then, then after that, there was no after sale service, right? When you were going back to the retailer, you would say that, okay, your frame is defective. We need to talk, talk to the frame manufacturer or the lens has some problem you need to talk to the lens manufacturer or the entire supply you know the, the consistency in delivering the right product was not there so so we what we made sure that you know if if we really want to make sure our nps is high our consumers are enthusiastically satisfied we need to connect the dot backwards and make sure each and every bit of of the uh, functions we, we manage it ourselves. We own the entire stack and we deliver it to our customers. That is, that is how our business is. We started online. Uh, then we, then we went to people's home to get the eye power. When we realized that, you know, people in, in India, there are 60 crore people, uh, who need eyeglasses to just see like there are a lot of other people who are, who are tiny power, minor power who can't uh, see without it, but 60 crore people can't see without eyeglasses. And there are only 35 crore who wear it. The other 25 people, crore people don't even wear it, mainly in the rural where the access is not there. To serve 1.3 billion people, there are only 30,000 optical stores. So, so there is a tremendous requirement, like even, even if there are 10 lens cart in a similar size today, that is still lesser for the number of people we want to serve. Like in a population which is so lesser in US, there are more optical stores. Just to give a apple to apple yeah. comparison, and this is this is a three, you know, this is some product where you know assembly of three items, which which enables people to see better, right? Increases their efficiency. You know, when we when we go out to villages and we donate eyeglasses there, 
we realize the efficiency of the village increases right when you are giving glasses to people who can't see right there are there are daily wage workers you know somebody who is a tailor somebody who is a cobbler right when when they get their efficiency increases and we don't realize that a simple product like this is is a bigger pandemic probably where where people are not able to see in a, in a daily core lot of housewives like in india it was earlier a taboo of not wearing a glass so so this is what our 10 years journey has uh, taught us ashita gorav that uh, uh, we have we have been focusing on a category we want to make it big we want to serve the country get to uh, every every uh, uh countrymen who needs glasses give them better service give them uh, give them an assurance that that we are we are your uh, loyal optical partners absolutely and i should rather commend this uh, very few startups uh, would be like yours you know because which have really not only understand the demand supply gap but also i think being a very integrated operators because i think a lot of uh, times we shy we, we do the consumer side but we don't do the dirty job in terms of uh, going backwardly creating that and now all that what you thought uh, would come into a big opportunity for you because a large part of the optical world was dependent on one country and uh, you being a integrated operator having your own manufacturing capability uh, build your your uh, you know integrated uh, structure would all come in so much of advantage and going forward and uh, i think i am that's what i was rather mentioning to one of the other optical operators in the country and says uh, you know, for so long for this country has been never realized that we also have the great manufacturing capability we also can produce a great product we why would we be always dependent on one single country for the entire optical market correct and another thing which we all really talk about and you know uh, if starting from reliance which is the largest group in the country which thought about retail and everybody thought about the sole picture of saying uh, how do we service this demand which is there out there but nobody is able to crack the formula and i should give you the credit that you you went out and and revolutionized this whole chashma market you know because the fact was that customer was asking a price and people were giving a different kind of a uh, i think there was a huge mid gap which was created and that's something which you clearly saw and addressed and and also gave the gate experience so i think the, the combination you cracked was you know best of the class experience best of the uh, best of the pricing structure uh, you know and convenience convenience means the spread of distribution so all these three things came together as a as an opportunity and also lot of uh, i think retail companies should understand so if you really want to really see a big success in your retail operations unless you crack this formula of these three things together you will never be able to do a uh, so to say reach india kind of a uh, opportunity No, absolutely, you're 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 bang on, and and Gaurav, when I, uh, you know, when we look back and we see that, you know, like for the first three four years of our existence, uh, when we were also raising funds, and and there was there was a huge ecosystem who was spending a lot of money on Facebook, Google, and 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 all the other marketing platforms to gain consumers. What we realize that we need to strengthen our backbone, and that will only happen. if we invest in the best of the tools and machineries to make sure that our our consumers get the right product and and now when we look back all those investment like we raised investment and we put it there instead of just putting it full blown into just acquiring consumers and that is paying off today because 
our business is is the only business which will give you a product which will be on your face all the time that's your identity right because you even if i'm wearing this t-shirt you won't know the company all the time but but this this spectacle is something which is on your face all the time this is like the biggest word of mouth right on your mouth so so we realize that when we are doing that right and and the the way we want to scale up business the right way is to give it to consumers the right product which they can they can tell everybody that's a real nps right the the whole idea of nps is that are you my promoter and if you are able to make promoter out of the service you are giving you will be always able to uh, uh, you know get more consumers without spending money in 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 uh, like spending money in marketing only i am i'm one of your top promoters i'm wearing your sunglasses here this uh, <laughs> uh, i wear i actually bought it when the this uh, lockdown was going on and the wow. shop next to our home actually is opened up and and this was running actually even in the lockdown yes, so i picked yes. up a two pairs from from there so and every webinar i am going and always when talk about franchising i talk about this and say <laughs> the whole the company really operate so i am one of your big promoters thanks thanks gaurav <laughs> okay that's that's interesting that's a lovely journey and uh, so uh, you know having said that uh, you know now you know taking the conversation forward from there you know lenskart is um, you know uh, otherwise also you know i believe that you know when you get the culture right uh, you know most of the other stuff like like you just said consumer service or building a great you know so called long term brand or empowering employees and customers will happen on its own because company culture is like a concept that uh, you know makes it easier to experience and to describe so right. what is it uh, that you do that it you know kind of inculcates down the line you know since you have partners also they've got offline stores as well so how do you manage uh, to do that what is that thing that you focus on i think it 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 has matured over the time uh, ashita earlier it was probably we knew it but we were not putting it in on on the board saying that you know this is something we will we will uh, fall back to like like for an example customer obsession uh, why the word obsession is there is because people will say satisfaction or or whatever but we say obsession as a value of ours and it is like everybody in the organization will speak the same language because we know that if you are not you know obsessed about solving that problem will not reach there right and and that is a value which we which we as founders possess and we want everybody to believe in that and of course it will need a lot of preaching and and a lot of unlearning for a lot of people and and learn learn the new way to do it but now when we uh, when we go to the you know the the end node which is probably the stores or or the or the or the people at the call center who are who are interacting with the consumers it is a continuous process but but we realize that we are improving their you know as a part of the culture the other the other culture thing uh, or, or a value what we what we say is fail harder right we are a, we are a young company we have in, in the 10 year journey we have failed so many times uh when we started we had many cards it was not only lens card it was watch card bags card jewels card right so we have also failed and 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 we we learned out of those failures so that is something that should not be a privilege only to the top management right everybody should fail harder and and learn out of it and that is something we we really push our people to do right that if you are trying something you are failing you know that's okay at our company that's okay in our culture right the other value is like collaborative ownership this is a project or or a or a, or a uh, thing we want to implement 
uh, you know, and, and there are multiple uh, departments involved. There has to be a collaborative ownership. And it is, it is a value which we say that it is important for passing on this culture to our, to our end node and everybody should, should follow that. So we have developed all these uh, values. We keep on preaching this uh, to everybody who is associated with Lenska, to even our vendors, to even our partners, right? That this is something we believe. Like for an example, if we, if we have a, some, some raw material vendor uh, where we know that this will impact my end consumer, and if he is not obsessed about the end consumer, he will not make sure that the entire supply chain will work right. So we'll only pass on that message. Even, even our communication will be only around that. You know that you have to give me this because my customer will get impacted. So you will understand. This company works for the consumer. So we will we will focus that at least. Isko pehle mein de do, baaki ka kisi or. So so it is a nature, right? Which which we keep on passing the communication has been always this. So people get amalgated to that. And because we firmly believe in it, it's not something that we are, you know, taking a book and, and, and taking out leaves from it and writing it down. It's, it's something we believe in it and we are just trying to pass it on. Sure. And this also has evolved over the time. You know, I remember seeing your uh, advertisements when we I used to take up a flight in the morning in Indigo, there used to be small advertisement. And I used to tell myself that would this be a purely online player and and now if I see that looking at your offline capability and ramp up and this is one question I want to really ask you because yeah. I think a lot of people don't understand that it's just not about setting a vision but yeah. I think uh, deeper execution uh, really is the is the mantra with you and I yeah. think uh, and that surprises me because we've been you know in retail for good uh, 20 plus years and I've seen the entire journey of a modern retail. I've seen success stories of uh, almost everybody from the, the Bianis, the Ambani's to everybody else. Uh, but to really get on to execute uh, and go out and do deliver consistent performance offline, particularly setting up stores, finding right locations, getting right merchandise mix, writing, get talent to entire thing and such a short period. Uh, with not so much of a you know conventional retail team members, which I don't see in your your teams. Then and I've seen people cracking down even if they do 100 stores, 150 stores, they they are not able to manage and not able to do that. What is the mantra of that that journey and that speed of execution? I think Gaurav, the first point which I mentioned again, it will come to customer obsession. Sorry, I will link everything to our values, but. But we realized, you know, when we started for, for the first three, four years, we, we were pushing online. We were also very young at time and, and we were learning the basics of business. Uh, but, but what we realized that if, if customer is important, the access to him is also very important, right? And while we were catering to a set of consumers, we were uh, the, the early adopter probably who, who wanted to be there, uh, were coming in. But what we realized that access is super critical and especially in our category because consumers need to know their eye power. We need to give them that access. So, so this is where, you know, we started realizing that what could we do beyond online? So our first uh, thing was that, can we go to consumer homes and do the eye checkup? You know, can that become a Uber like model where we, we have everybody in the country, uh, you know, staffs in the country going on, bikes and, and going to consumers homes and doing the eye checkup. 
but again that had limitations because uh, a, a 1% can do 4 to 5 eye checkups 6 eye checkups a day not more than that and how can you still establish and reach more people so i think it was a it was a small experiment in a kiosk we did in a mall and we realized that people were queuing up outside our our small 60 square feet store and that is first time we started realizing that that we of course have say x number of sales but there is a lot of interest already we have created uh, which we are not able to serve so for an example if 100 people were coming online to check lens cart only 3 or 4 were buying it the rest 96 were not buying it and when we when we started to understand why this 96 is not buying the the problem which came out that people don't know their eye power they want to try the spectacle because it is their identity right when i am wearing this, this is my identity this is how i look right so nobody wants to compromise on that when we started seeing all of these parameters and our obsession toward customers we 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 felt that access giving access is a key we we can't wait but we have to give them access so we started with with opening stores with franchisee with with company stores uh, irrespective of whether it is a franchisee or a company store we 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 own the end consumers uh, and we make sure that uh, you know this 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 integration which is happening backward uh, needs to ensure that the customer is taken care of so this is how we started we started with opening franchisee stores and company stores we wanted to only do company stores where we felt that we can manage uh, the store because offline retail as you mentioned a lot of people crack up after a time uh, we didn't want it to get into that trap so we were only uh, wanting to do what we were able to do right where we felt confident about delivering it the rest we uh, of course uh, 200 250 almost uh, entrepreneurs on board as partners uh, who who we wanted to leverage uh, to make sure because they know that area they have their own way of working we have learned a lot from our partners like the, the entire way of like today one of the incentive models we have done was one of the franchises in pune who was who was doing it in his store and we learned it and we deployed it across the country and everybody benefited out of it right or or some sops at the store with some some other partner was doing so it's a combined knowledge of all the partners coming in together and then of course you know with with all the wisdom of how we were doing this category how we learned this category we'll pass it on right so we 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 are always regarded as one of the very strict uh, franchisers in the in the industry and uh, when we say strict uh, all our decisions are for the, on the favor of the consumer and when 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 the decision is on the favor of the consumer it's a win win those who understand this it will be a win win because the consumer is winning at the end of the day and that is why so so we have bipolar uh, franchisee set uh, gaurav we have either 90% super happy franchisees like they will be always happy with us because they understand the end consumer is walking with a smile when they are getting the product and the 10% who will never be un understanding because they are they they are just worried about the money and not the consumer satisfaction right because corona will hit us something else will recession will hit us all of this will happen if the consumer is happy will never be out of business so so this is this is something uh, we, we we firmly defined as customer obsession and that led to our scale because when we were clear that how do we want to scale up offline stores what was what is the way then it was not looking back you know then then everything 
came together you know uh, we need to find a store we need to build a store we need to get a vendor to do the civil work we need to make sure that all the uh, eyewear assets come there all of these came together and you know now when we open a store it's almost like uh, you know that that jigsaw puzzle somebody solves in 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 one minute you know and everything coming together and your store ready so this is this is now become a model where it is it is a cookie cutter uh, where you do it uh, of course a fair bit of learning around uh, during the journey what what good locations we have what kind of staff we need to hire you know what are the questions you need to ask to the staff before hiring what kind of training you need so all of this is the, the journey and it is uh, continuously evolving we are continuously learning uh, we we do travel abroad also to learn a lot of practices uh which are uh, say say in japan or us because these are the the mecca of retail where where you understand a lot of retail we we personally spend a lot of time pick up things from there learn from there uh, we want to give the most uh, world's best eyewear service in the country and that is what we we also learn and we pass it on to to the people below absolutely and i i completely agree with you that uh... it it uh, franchisee good franchisees are also big contributors uh in the framework of the company and uh, i i'm with you on on the principle what called the firm flexible rule you know firm rules are which you never negotiate which is anything to do with your customer and the brand yes. anything to do with customer and the brand is non negotiable for customer brand for uh, us the yeah, customer absolutely. is the brand right <laughs> whatever they are they are talking about us is our brand reality is this right whatever we can project ourselves as whatever but but if consumers is uh, uh, you know speaking in a third room like like what jeff bezos says you know what is the consumer speaking in the other room about us is our real brand and that is if we just focus on the consumer everything will be made baki to chashma aankhon pe hai to word of mouth ho hi rahe true true so how uh, you know covid 19 you know this whole situation has changed uh, the expectations of consumer uh, you know from the brand so on 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 few aspect asita uh, the first aspect is the the entire hygiene piece thankfully mm-hmm. you know we were doing this even pre covid so it helped uh, where we were make sure making sure that everything is sanitized daily uh, like so all the frames which are which which consumers yeah. wear are sanitized daily so the basic hygiene principles were were existing pre covid also uh, so so it was easy for us to to get to that mode we of course invested a lot on the uh, other hygiene parameters like we have have this uh, uv sanitizer at the store where we take a extra precaution we make sure that we have a queuing system so not not more than the the, the number of people per store which is des- designed for every store specifically in terms of social distancing that is maintained uh, we, we are also doing a lot of ai on cctv to make sure that these are also adhered kyunki main apne i can i can tell it to my staff but if it is not maintained what will happen so we are making sure that all of these uh, new age technologies are are used uh, which is not only impacting today but will impact a lot for my future uh, which we only thought when we had time and and we uh, when we had no other option to do this right uh, it's almost like an exam where you have to study before the exam so this was where we always thought we will do this okay but but now it was strict for us and we did this so we are happy that happy to say that we'll probably 
be one of the most hygienic players in terms of uh, uh, retail in, in India today. Though everybody will 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 have their own pros and cons, but but we at least from our category perspective, we have made sure that that uh, that should be the best. Uh, the other factor is is uh, uh, the the necessity of the product, right? Uh, it's it's uh, difficult for it's it's difficult for everybody to imagine this is essential. But ask those people who can't see without this, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like we have we have I have personally got lot of calls during lockdown that are you open because I'm not able to see from morning my spectacles is broken, right? And lot of not even my general friends and families but even celebrities you know uh, where where they they have called me up and said that they can't see. can you can you help me out and thankfully we we made sure that our factory keeps on running because this is a medical essential product so you know, these are the calls we also took we we had uh, you know almost 400 people at our uh, at our plant who were coming even during covid times and and uh, we made sure that they stay inside the factory we we arranged everything for them so that they don't they don't face problems uh for covid we made sure that it's a full quarantine facility but still consumers are getting their products so this was there was a time of almost one month where nobody in india could have given you spectacles apart from us so so of course this was a challenging time also logistics were were uh, not working and then evolving to come back uh, so these are the, the uh, this is something which which happened the other thing which happened was introduction of new products to consumer right uh, like like the computer glasses you know everybody is working from home all the kids are in front of the screen all the time so computer glasses which we pioneered in india as a as a blue cut uh, lenses uh, you know suddenly took off right and now now after like after 2 3 months of uh, sitting at home everybody started realizing that the screen in front of us is is causing us psychological problems because it is giving headache you're not not wanting to sit in the computer for long but you still have to work so all of those things uh, you know we launched a product long back but this is now uh, you know uh, our our uh, big hit product where uh, everybody is wanting this blue cut glasses to sit in front of the screen and and actually work for 7 8 hours at a stretch without without getting fatigue and yeah these are these are uh, the stuff stuff we have done uh, the team has got together really well i think uh, the, the biggest uh, thing is uh, what what we realize that the, the entire family of lenskart uh, have started to integrate much much better than what it was before because in office probably we were not meeting uh, then how we are meeting today and we all have extra 2 3 hours right so there is a lot of collaboration which has happened people understand this is a problem and will not let the company go down in the scenario so there was a you know inherent kuch alag se energy hai in everybody to make sure that we grow the other thing which came you know while while we were uh, fighting this 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 situation uh, we, we realized that we have we have all the opportunity to to bring in the domination angle and and when i say domination angle as you were mentioning gorav why should one country supply 80 90% of the overall eyeglasses in the world and and when we have make in india as a as a, as a prime objective as as a country's objective to build manufacturing here we would want to take this category to the world and and uh, we we want to uh, you know invest there we want to put our energies there 
and and make sure that can we become that gateway to the world apart from that uh, uh, technology we are a tech company uh, we we want to focus on technology uh, technology uh, team turned around lot of things overnight imagine 4 500 people sitting at uh, you know call center team who are sitting in office you have to move them out and and make sure they work from home so how how do you make sure everybody working from home is also productive is aligned uh, i think lot of lot of technology internal technology as well as consumer uh driven technology we we innovated during this time so which is uh, which is also good for longer term uh, this entire omni channel technology which we built during the lockdown uh where where we are integrating a online customer to offline and a offline customer to online uh, i think th- this will not only not only helping us but a lot of lot of other retailers who call me and i'm more than happy to share what we are doing uh is 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 gonna help the overall retail as as a business because now consumers just won't be dependent on you know that i do this and i will only do this they need to understand you have to do everything because the consumer want you to do everything yahi yahi mara dimag mein this is what we do ah nahi absolutely i think uh, this would be a I, i would say for companies like yours which uh, which are very nimble you know while you are a large company now and uh, and we are very proud that uh, you are one of the few uh, so to say being multinational uh, from india and uh, and that's something which would i would have seen like 10 years back even the biggest retailer in the country would have never thought that i can be a, a, a global play and that's something which is different because you come from a very clearly a technology background which is now doing retail so fundamentally you are you are you not limited by boundaries and limitation by your mind and so on and so forth so that but also i feel this would be a huge opportunity for a company like yours to consolidate the market now i think uh, uh market start a lot of these uh, you know uh, marginal players who always existed which to me are more traders than real authentic operators in market you know because this uh, whole what i call chashma market was a pre trade market you know you buy something at x and put your margin and sold it at x plus y and that's what the business was going on now this business could change radically and i personally feel that uh, india should and this should be a, a call with government of india that one of the big industrial clusters uh, which should come to india should be all about opticals india can become one of the largest uh, play in the global optical world and uh, i think uh, uh, you should really i mean lead this and talk to i think uh, government of india they would be more than happy to support your endeavor to create one of the largest uh, manufacturing capabilities in india you know what so you yeah. can really do yeah so you are bang on we we are talking to uh, uh, government uh, to create the world's largest eyewear factory in india uh, we we want to do this in another one and a half years that is that is what our plan is and uh, uh, thankfully uh, you know we, we are living in a age where government is also very supportive uh, uh, irrespective of whoever the party is but i'm just saying overall uh, every politician today realizes that the growth of the country is more critical right so this is this is what uh, i feel and and to your other point around consolidation of course i won't want uh, Uh, because anyways the, the 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 number of optical shops in the country is so less uh, i don't want any like that to reduce further uh, and and this is a time where 
where we would also want to help anybody uh, in this sector to grow uh, whether whether they want to partner with us or or become uh, you know somehow associated with us we we have now a founders table uh, internal founders table uh, uh, concept where where we have a team which is coordinating with a lot of either technology companies or eyewear companies who are talking to us and we are we are trying to see if we can help them so our whole objective today is that what we what we aspire to do was giving glasses to everybody who needed in india right that should not be be just limited to what one company envisions right and and if we are able to do that by supporting everybody and taking that ecosystem ahead and i'm not saying this uh, you know uh, to to just sound good we we firmly believe in it and and we feel that uh, uh that that need which is there in india we need to solve it you know in, in five years we should eradicate this like how we eradicate polio we want to eradicate this that anybody who needs needs to have glasses should have it and of course we need to grow the business uh, with it the international angle is is absolutely for the business now uh, when, when we say this uh, when when we are doing uh, international we want to use india as a platform or a gateway to the world for this and we have full capabilities to do it here uh, there is no reason uh, we we should not do it like every ingredients is here uh, whether it is Talent, whether it is machineries, everything can be done here. We we are just on the verge, and I'm sure with Lenscar there would be more companies coming in who will who will do this and will become the gateway to the world. Absolutely, and when I was talking about consolidation, I was also coming from. I feel that the independent retailers, this is the best time. Yes, they need to raise up and say, alone you will not be able to survive. I think this is a greater opportunity for these. small retailer who can now convert maybe with you and and handle because rather than going and going to the wholesale markets or importers who would buy a product from them and multiple this why bother you know if you are your efficiencies has been a good retailer you have a right location at the right spot just uplift your store do a little bit of a better uh, experience under the lens card and convert into a lens card i think that would be Yeah. much better and believe in the, and and believe in start believing in the vision what i just mentioned you know if you if you're doing that and focusing on the customer then then all all of these can be done right these are all back end work we, all of this can be done absolutely absolutely focus is that can we can we pass on the same consumer value which we are trying to do at a lens card touch point everywhere correct mm. correct absolutely great so i think that's another an opportunity that you know people can look at conversion franchising uh, when it comes to lens card so of course yeah, sharing yeah. the vision is important uh, but i think that's also an opportunity for them to do so we have so also tweaked a uh, tweaked our uh, franchisee model where we have reduced the investment uh, we 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 now 100% make sure that the the store manager is a company employee uh, so we have tweaked all of these mo- models also during covid times and and we are seeing a lot of interest coming in because you know this is also a perfect opportunity for many landlords right if you see the entire retail so the situation is ki neither there is demand neither there is and there is a lot of supply right and all the suppliers need to do something right so this is this is a perfect opportunity for all the suppliers to reinvest a little to get more and and if india you imagine that kitne kitne stores honge na which are which are now vacant or not filling up and 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 the which are already filled up they will have to go to a 
rent cut because the demand is not there business has to survive but but if they if they wear the entrepreneurs hat and not the landlords hat there is so much opportunity and it's a win win right because he knows that he will have to get more out of his own property right so there is a inherent interest there is no uh, landlord and a tenant and and then a franchisee relationship i think that is a huge opportunity huge where where something which is vacant you are investing a little to make sure you get more out of the same real estate which is not vacant and that is that is something which i personally feel in the next uh, two years can change the scope of retail where uh, it it will be a pure partnership instead of just you know people doing this for for a uh, you know like like the, like i i used to do franchisee development myself right? i used to talk to franchisee and the first question used to be that ki hame bank se kitna zyada paise dege right so if if that is that is the comparison then it's just a investment it's not the morale of doing a business but now you you get that opportunity where these landlords can become businessmen and and for the good because they will know the best of how to get the best out of their property i just feel that you know this is this is gonna this is gonna happen very quickly absolutely big big time uh, uh, says that 22% of retail real estate would come back in the market yes and this time around they would not see the conventional tenants coming to them most of them especially the sh- small shop owners would raise up to occasion to start their own business or by choice because they feel that the one they have more in control second what you said this is a better income structure yeah. and a lifelong opportunity so i i completely with you uh, agree that uh, there would be a lot of good supply of good real estate property owners who would come and take franchise yes yes yeah and agar uske paas property hai to itne paise to honge ki wo thoda aur laga de फाइनेंशियल प्रोडक्ट So where yes. would you put your money, right? So people, the micro businesses would rise, and micro businesses are the best service to this country. You know, when you sell hundred franchises, these hundred people franchises get three or four people hired. So we get employment created, a lot of uh, you know. Uh, so if you really want to service this country in India, I always say invest in creating micro entrepreneurship, yes. and that is the best uh, investment any large corporate should also do, rather than giving yeah, charity absolutely. and giving free food. Give See, creating creating wealth for anybody is by creating something, right? It cannot be putting in a financial institution and doing it. It Correct. might work for few people, but for 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 the larger, uh, uh, you know, the 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 GMV of the country, uh, GDP of the country, it has to create something. China did it by manufacturing, we did it by services, but but we have to create something, and and that is a perfect opportunity now in retail. where uh, i would say uh, the, the owners the, the 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 owners of the retail land needs to rise up and and uh, do it uh, it will it will happen i i really feel it will happen and that is how i visualize retail for the next uh, few years to come absolutely absolutely yeah
So how do you, so taking this a bit further, how do you uh, manage geographies in it? I mean, do you give them any geographical rights or how do you manage, uh, you know, no, whether no, no, it's we, a... No, no, we don't give. Uh, so we, we, we only give the option of second store when the NPS of the first store is good. So we, we are so customer obsessed that, that the franchisee has to win the second store. <laughs> he just can't invest in it. He has to earn the second store. We are uh, absolutely clear about this. So like one of the one of the franchisees who has seven stores has actually earned it. He's a ISB grad in Hyderabad uh, who left his job and probably is a manager is, is a CEO of all his seven, eight stores. And, and when you meet him, uh, you know, it, it's almost like uh, he's the CEO of his business running it really well, but he has earned it because he learned the art in the first store and then he earned it all the other stores. Hmm. Because for us, investment is secondary. The, the, the value, whether he or she will be able to take the uh, consumer value from us is, is the most critical thing. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So how do you, how do you make sure that this, you know, experience of a consumer keep rising? Is there anything, uh, you know, that you feel, I mean, I understand that, you know, somebody has to look at the face as to how the, uh, you know, uh, specs is looking on the face, but Apart from that, what is the experience? You know, I'm sure consumers are, you know, asking more and more every day. So yeah. how do you, how do you make that up? And what's the latest that you've done in it? So that's the only job we are doing. To <laughs> but this is uh, actually a very, uh, very good question because, uh, uh, you know, day and night, uh, yesterday we were talking to all our area managers, trying to understand what the consumer problems are. This is more like, you know, building your body where you have to do it continuously, 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 and you'll be never be satisfied, right? You'll, I have never heard any, anybody who is on the peak of his bodybuilding saying that now I have achieved hundred percent because there will be always something to achieve. Uh, so I, I would say we are, we are, we are still at a very early stage. There's a lot of work to do uh, when you're thinking international, uh, whether, whether doing it in international or building the, getting the international quality to India, there is a long way to go right now. Uh, and plus continuous improvement, not let focus get out of this, not let any investment or I get a lot of congratulations when we raise funds. We, we imagine there is a lot of loan now, <laughs> right? Which we have to deliver it back. Uh, but, but don't let any of this get through your head and only focus on consumer is, is what we at, at, at the current age, we, we only believe this. Uh, this is what we want to do. And also, can... Amit, uh, you know, one uh, one thing which is becoming very unique in the optical space, uh, which I want to really touch upon with you, is that, uh, you know, it was a very flat product, very necessity-based product. And it's yeah. now marrying with fast fashion. You know, so yeah. on one side, people do it because they want to look good and they want to change. There's a lot of styling like fast fashion, like Zara would do that you have every day a new design. And second side is very staple and very classic in nature in terms of your utility. How do you marry both? And when you run a retail business, you know, online is still fine. You're, you can change faster. When you run retail, how do you really create and change that experience of fast fashion uh, in these businesses? Because I have particularly been going to your stores and I see your styles change very fast. And how do you bring predictability to your fashion quotient in this business? So the, the first point Gaurav is uh, we run our stores a little different. All the pieces which you see in the store are just display pieces. 
we don't give that that particular piece to you so and Correct. and we keep all the other uh, all, all the inventory in our uh, back end warehouse to make sure we process them and you get the fresh piece uh, but how how we do this is is of course through a lot of technology so for us for us every piece is a unique barcode which is sitting on a particular place and we keep on measuring what is what is the customer which is liking there so i don't know when you enter enter a lens card store you will see somebody asking for your phone number right Correct. and most people would understand that they are asking for the phone number to probably see what is the conversion ratio right so for an example our conversion ratio is 25% right so which means if 100% people walked in 25 bought and 75 did not buy for us that 75 and getting the knowledge from that 75 is so critical that they for an example if 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 80 people are saying that they did not like the frames which means that we really need to work on the merchandising there and and this is a continuous feedback system we take it from the consumer the other thing what we do very interestingly because we are a omni channel business is see our online pattern of that particular geography so if it is chennai versus bombay we know what are people browsing what are people buying in a particular geography and we use those trend marks to implement in our offline stores so both opening the store and and what the merchandising in the store both are using a macro factor of online which we have the data of already there's a lot of lot of users there are almost like a million users coming onto our platform to to understand and browse and and, and see what is the fashion so we know what people are trending to in what geography and use that same knowledge and pass it to us too a uh, very interesting and this would be a very big highlight i would say which are independent retailers would never be able to do that because i feel that this business is becoming more and more complex no uh, independent retailer you know the biggest problem with them is the inventory so for an example if you have the stock already lying with you you won't like until unless you sell this you'll not buy more for us it is just the display inventory we don't even we don't even keep extra stock there correct correct and predictability has become a very big uh, business intelligence and predictability uh, would drive the business now going forward and i i feel that the biggest problem in watch and eyewear business was uh, 15 to 20% of very slow moving stocks and that becomes piles of inventory you know if uh, uh, conventional retailers have big problem of this and uh, we have zero stock at the store we we have no so when you have no inventory what could be a dead inventory correct correct so that's a big advantage and i think that's where a real value uh, lies in your business model and that's where i like the innovation because otherwise uh, it was very very difficult and and the turnaround times are faster you know i can give you example in your store which i bought in the lockdown i ordered two pairs and he told me that seven day delivery and one i got in the next day morning yeah and uh, the second one came about three days from there but the, yeah. first, the one i really got the next day morning itself yeah so, so, so it is the, the reason we even break the order is because uh, we we need to ensure that because every spectacles and have a different manufacturing cycle because we are manufacturing after you have placed the order right so 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 your two different spectacles can have different uh, manufacturing timing but we don't wait for clubbing it we we make sure that whatever is built first sent it to the consumer which is good that is also that is that has also come from the customer obsession when we read the customer comments we read the customer comments 2 years back and it was one of the feedback 
that when you have made one at least give me because i am i'm not able to see without a spectacle at least you'll give me a something to see that is how we realize that this is solving a big pain for the consumer so at least ship out whatever you have ready absolutely absolutely it was very good uh, you know surprise to me because one they were committing one week and then delivering next day morning it was a it was genuinely a real customer delight and that's where the loyalty really uh, stays in you know and uh, while people are very functionally loyal today i mean they they move very fast but by the time you continue to give them and surprise them and keep them excited they would stick around with you yes yes what do you ask the for for few of your questions yeah. i yeah so a couple of things uh, you know because uh, we have a lot of community uh, you know from franchising side also so a couple of quick questions uh, for that so are you looking for expansions now since having said that you've got 600 stores and Absolutely. in we case yes to... any peculiar areas no everywhere in india we we want to reach 5000 stores in in 5 to 6 years uh, i keep on saying this uh, wherever i go but uh, to to achieve this uh, we have to go to every corner of the country uh, and 5000 is just a number because we want to reach all those population i spoke about who don't have access uh, because access is a big piece so whatever is a number but uh, we we are expanding everywhere and probably this is the right time because you will also get a uh, lot of rental rebates and 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 a little bit of uh, yes. easier agreements uh, the generally in a scenario where where you lose out on properties because of these factors yeah that's right no i think there's a lot of correction also will happen and a lot of willingness of people to get into businesses will happen so it would you know kind of ease out the things yes. better and expansion can happen from both sides Willingness. It is a win-win, right? At, at the end of the day, it's a win-win because the, a lot of lot of people or franchisees or or they also understand that there could be a nobody can predict when this will all end and and is it followed by a recession because overall the there has been a slump, right? So so we need to recover out of it. Yeah. We 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 want to of course leverage the situation where we want to expand as much as possible. Uh, but but that has to be a process so over the next 5 years we'll keep on doing this and uh, this is just one of the things which has taught us that uh, we need to be secure at the back end to make sure that when the hard times hit you you, you are surviving that uh, yeah but uh, overall yeah we need to keep on expanding sure sure no answer. that's a... yeah. and through both routes whether if you find a good franchisee will be more than happy to Uh, to give it to him uh, or her uh, if 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 they understand our concept because at the end of the day you are getting an entrepreneur to run the business he will, yes. he will of course do much better okay great great that's interesting so another thing i understand that you keep a lot busy uh, in your work and uh, you love talking to startups any interesting ideas that are coming up in past 3 4 months oh there this is in hard times uh, you you get ideas right and yeah we, so many technological ideas which has popped up we we launched ar on iphone and we'll be launching uh, uh ar on uh, android phones which will bring access uh, if if we have time i'll show you right it is very interesting i don't know if it is the model of how if you if you can show your own product but uh, this was this was the lockdown thing we did where we made sure that uh, people who are not able to step out of their house can they really try the spectacles uh, in in 3d but in in the most real environment 
So who's uh, cooking nowadays? I'll make it simple for you to keep answering. Who's cooking at home? You or Richa? Uh, we both are uh, just just trying to survive. But but of late, our house uh, maid has started coming, uh, and uh, that's that. Like when we saw her, it was almost like God coming to home. <laughs> because, <laughs> For the first uh, two months, it was tough. You know, you, you get into those phases where you are excited to do cooking, uh, and then you don't want to cook, and then you have a lot of Maggie's available. <laughs> but but yeah, I think it was it was a good time. The good time because uh, me, both me and Richa probably got got the most amount of time to uh, you know stay together and without travel and all of that. Uh, yeah, I think this was this was the. Very good. Oh, it would have happened after like a decade now. Yeah, after a decade, absolutely. We we yeah. know each other for a decade, but this, this is the first time where we are able to to spend so much time together. Yeah. It's a forced forced uh, vacation at home. Yeah. For the good, I think that was the good part. Yeah, I think that would have been interesting. And how is it? How are you coping up with your uh, travel thing? I mean. If I can, if I may use a word, obsessed. I mean, you like traveling outside, and you you were practically out the whole time. So how are you managing that? You're looking at Russia virtually now, or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking at old photographs for sure. But uh, but Ashita, uh, it is tough. It, it for on that aspect, it was tough. Uh, I I went through ups and downs uh, during this uh, thing, but uh, but now I think. Uh, we get used to it every every human get used to it so so we are pretty much used to it i was not able to work from home so i took a small office space nearby home so that i have a routine of you know uh, doing exercise getting ready and 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 going to the workplace at least i'm managing that routine i'm all alone in this small room but at least i'm out of home yes. <laughs> so that is what i have been doing but uh, I won't advise this to everyone if if they don't feel safe. I'm just trying to do it in a very safely, uh, safe manner, but not for everybody to practice. <laughs> I'll quickly join the Zoom. Wait, if you see, I'm not wearing it, but this was the technology. Thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So now you can actually try the spectacle on your face without. Visiting a store, if you yeah. want to see the looks, that is what people wanted to see, right? You make how I look. Right. So and an absolute real background that you are in. Yes. It's not. Yeah. This is this is a very new age augmented reality technology where we want to just make you feel like that you are wearing it. True. So Ashita, your new sets of glasses which you wanted to choose. Uh, You need to try on this. It's it's much easier now. Oh yes, you've uh, just owned a customer. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Sorry no, for. I think that's a very interesting uh, Sorry thing. Sorry for doing my plug in in the in your <laughs> webinar, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really interesting. I mean, I think that's a good uh, innovation which will help people. You know, people like me who've not been. Uh, trying it, but now of course it's because it's easier. Yeah. Uh, then it's easier to done. Yeah. yeah, but I think it was lovely uh, talking It's to you. COVID, I mean, hope I, so. So you you think about all this, but during COVID you get time to actually implement it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, true. 
So I think it was uh, lovely, I Amit. Mean, it was lovely catching up with you after so long, and I'm really happy to see you reduced, uh, you know, much fitter, healthier. So I think that's a very interesting thing, and I loved talking to you. I'm sure all our delegates and Facebook viewers will also love talking. And uh, thank you so much uh, for taking thank out time for us. Thank you so much, Akita Gaurav. It was a pleasure meeting you back. Uh, Gaurav, I think last we met at Singapore, uh, just yeah. before lockdown, right? Just yeah. before lockdown. Just before lockdown. And we were discussing what will happen India from Corona. And, and <laughs> four months hence, you see what is the situation. <laughs> Thanks, Ashita. Lovely meeting you Thank guys. You. Thank you. Same here. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you.